The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Sunrise podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. And good morning. It is 5 a.m. on this Wednesday. I'm Alex Fisher. First, we begin this morning with breaking news to our east, and that's where we find Maddie Jansen live from her home in Tehachapi, where Highway 58 remains closed at this hour. Maddie, it is impossible for you to get into Bakersfield, at least on a uh, quick route. That's why you are home this morning, and you have some uh, news on how long that road has been closed. Yeah, Alex, uh, Highway 58 closed uh, earlier yesterday afternoon, uh, at least between here and Mojave, uh, due to snow on the road. And then later in the afternoon, it closed due to a jackknife big, jackknife big rig between Tehachapi and Bakersfield. And it remains closed in both directions. Um, we want to show you a live look this morning at Highway 58. Again, that trouble started uh, with westbound 58 was shut down. And about an hour later, CHP closed eastbound 58 at Tower Line Road. The road is closed now between Tower Line and State Route 14 in Mojave. I got out briefly to get dinner last night, and all I could see were brake lights for miles in either direction along the 58. Vehicles were just at a standstill. Um, so CHP and Caltrans have been working all night, I think, to clear those vehicles off, clear the accidents that have happened. But it is very cold outside. It's only about 27 here uh, at my house. So as you can imagine, roads are really icy. We got a lot of rain and then all that snow yesterday. And one tip is that is why it's so important to have a full tank of gas if you are going to drive in this type of weather. You just never know when the road could close and you could get stuck. Caltrans officials say they have no estimated time for when they will reopen the 58. For the latest road conditions 24 hours a day, just check out our website, kget.com, and download our 17 News app to get the latest information sent directly to your phone. And there are also a few schools impacted by the storm. As of last check, that was peak-to-peak -peak mountain charter on a two-hour delay and schools in Tehachapi Unified School District are closed today. 5.07 is our time now, and starting today, the state of California is reimposing an indoor mask mandate that will apply to everyone. The per capita rate of new coronavirus cases in California has jumped 47% in the past two weeks, and state officials are afraid of a repeat of last winter, when California averaged more than 100 cases per 100,000 people during a huge winter surge of the virus that claimed nearly 20,000 lives over an eight-week period. Bryn Kerrigan, director of Kern County Public Health, says Kern County will abide by the state directive, but how it's enforced is another matter. In Kern County specifically, we're actually seeing our cases decrease, but statewide they're seeing an increase in cases. The language that already existed that recommended that individuals wear masks and when they're in an indoor setting was sufficient um, because you're allowing people to choose what layers of protection that they use. But I think it's important for our community to know that masking does add a layer of protection. Last year, Kern County Sheriff Donna Youngblood said he had no inclination to be the mask police and county government has largely left mask enforcement at businesses up to state agencies. There has been no indication from the state or the county that this mask mandate will be any different. The statewide mandate will remain in place until mid-January. Public Health Meantime reported 278 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and four new deaths. More than 1,800 people have died since the beginning of the pandemic, and tens of thousands of infections have been confirmed since the COVID-19 vaccine became widely available to people in our area. 
State data shows 121 people are in the hospital with more severe symptoms of the virus. 33 more are in the ICU. In your 17 Crime Watch now, Bakersfield police say threat against Warren Junior High School was deemed to be not credible. Parents received a notice from the school's principal on Monday stating a threat was made regarding the school and it was immediately reported to police for investigation. The Bakersfield Police Department said it investigated the threat and determined it was not real. 17 News is your local election headquarters and California is less than two weeks away from getting new congressional and state legislative districts. 17's Maddie Gannon with how the latest map could impact politics here in the Central Valley. Kern County has a population of about a congressional district, so why can't we just be one county, one solid congressional district? It's more powerful. Every congressional district in the state is supposed to have about the same number of people. That's about 760,000. In the most recent proposed map, the Central Valley would see parts of its two largest cities sharing representation, leaving chunks of both Bakersfield and Fresno cut in unusual places. The latest congressional draft maps splits Bakersfield right down Chester until California Avenue. On this side of the street, I would be represented by one congressperson. If I were to cross the street, it would be a whole new representative. For Kevin McCarthy, for instance, his likely district would be on one side of Chester and include a significant portion of Bakersfield. But it would also stretch all the way up to Clovis and Fresno. Republican political analyst Kathy Abernathy said this hurts industries in the Golden Empire. The water issues of Fresno County versus Kern County, uh, the fact that we are an oil giant and, and the other parts of the state are not. I mean, these are major issues. Meanwhile, one change is welcome news for Democrats in a red Central Valley. The district centered in Fresno, formerly considered Devin Nunez's, would shift from deep red to leaning blue. We'll, we'll probably get a lot of Democrats running um, in that area because it, it's going to be more liberal. Democratic political analyst Neil Sinapa said that could make for a livelier midterm in 2022. We're going to have more competitive Democratic primaries here in the Central Valley. That was 17's Maddie Gannon reporting. And now in your 17 court watch, Los Angeles attorneys who represented the Inglewood man accused of raping and killing 13-year-old Patricia Alatori have withdrawn from the case. Joel G. Garcia and Tomas Requejo were relieved as counsel for Armando Cruz during a brief hearing yesterday morning. The attorneys did not say why they withdrew from the case. The judge has tentatively appointed the Kern County Public Defender's Office to take over Cruz's defense. Attorneys representing a local business owner who refused to bake a cake for a same-sex couple will appear in court today. Thomas Moore Society attorneys are scheduled for a hearing on behalf of cake artist Kathy Miller. She has been the target of multiple lawsuits after a lesbian couple asked her to create a custom wedding cake and she referred them to another baker. Miller says her refusal was rooted in her sincere religious belief that marriage is intended to be between one man and one woman. If a summary judgment is not handed down during today's hearing, the case will go to trial in February. Bakersfield Assemblyman Vince Fong was joined by grieving parents and CHP officers yesterday to drive home the dangers of street racing. California Highway Patrol Commissioner Amanda Ray says in the last five years, street racing and sideshows have resulted in 264 crashes statewide. 30 of them were deadly and 124 resulting in serious injuries. Officials say the number of sideshow and street racing incidents have quadrupled since 2015. The pandemic occurred and the roadways 
were kind of emptied that created uh, an environment that allowed this to, uh, to skyrocket. Assemblyman Fong wrote AB3. It gives judges the power to suspend the licenses of those who take part in exhibition of speed, including tire burnouts, stunts, engine revving, and other moves that lead to street racing. The law goes into effect in 2025 to give the DMV time to update its systems. But the commissioner noted with new grants awarded to CHP, her agency is not waiting to use resources to curb the illegal activity. From our 17th follow-up file this morning, and after two years of failed negotiations, the County of Kern and the county's largest labor union has reached a new contract deal. Workers took to the picket line earlier this year and were gearing up for a possible strike. The Board of Supervisors yesterday approved a new contract with the Service Employees International Union, which represents more than 5,000 county employees in nearly every department, mostly in administrative positions. The union says workers have not had a raise in more than a decade. The new contract is for three years and includes a raise and three additional paid days off over the holidays. The, the biggest part of this compensation risk structure is to start our all of our classifications 5% higher on the pay range, uh, which is going to help us recruit and retain staff. And our E-STEP employees, which are our topped out uh, employees, and the vast majority of our workforce are going to get at least a 5.5% raise between now and July of next year. It's important to note that SEIU does not include firefighters or police officers, which have their own unions. In education news now, Bakersfield College is offering some financial relief to its students in the form of free parking. BC says it's waiving all parking fees for students during the upcoming spring semester. Although parking's free, the college says students still need to sign up for a parking permit on its website so that they don't get towed. Enrolled students can get their free parking permits by visiting bakersfieldcollege.edu slash parking. The free parking permit is valid at BC's main campus, as well as the downtown Weill Institute and the Delano campus. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is a production of KGET and Nexstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.